Yo, yo, yo. Coverage season. We're back. Let's get it. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Uh, we had a fun week 13. There was a lot of good games. Yeah, there a was. A lot of meaningful games this week, uh, especially uh, for, for the playoffs. Um, a lot of things changed, especially in the AFC um, with with what happened and what went down this past weekend. Um, and to start off with our first game, uh, the 49ers at Ravens um, in Baltimore. It was raining like hell. Uh, it was cold. The 49ers came in, and they were introduced to Lamar Jackson. Uh what can I say? I, I think he's he's just damn good. Um, he he's efficient. Uh, he runs well. Um, it's hard to tackle him. Uh, he leads the team. He's a strong leader. Um, I I really like this kid, man. Lamar Jackson is brilliant. He's playing his ass off this year. Uh, he got the Ravens looking real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they win twenty to seventeen. I did not think that the 49ers were going to come in and win. Uh, I, I thought that the Ravens are on a mission. Like I said uh, a few weeks ago, man, uh, the Ravens are my pick um, to go to the Super Bowl for the AFC. Yep. And and, and they proved that they can win ugly on on Sunday. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I definitely got the, the Ravens uh, winning the AFC. But this, this game was good. Oh, this game was good. Good. Lamar Jackson showed us exactly who he is. You know, a phenomenal athlete, uh, somebody who can go out there and do it all for his position. Throwing the ball downfield, running the ball, and for him to be the top rusher on his team this week, show, it shows everything. He is the key to their success. Like I said last week, the energy that he brings, everybody's feeding off of it. The defense and the whole team, the whole team. But I wasn't expecting it to be this close. I really was not. Um, I mean, I did, I did, I did expect it to be a one-score game, but I didn't expect it to be, you know, uh, that close. You know, with a field goal, Jay Tucker, you know, winning it at the end. Um, I thought you know, Lamar Jackson would at least had, you know, been up a score. But on the other side, well, to, for to one one thing mm-hmm. for, for San Francisco. The thing with them is, you know, they're they're a decent team on offense, man. They they can run the football, and they did so. No, I mean, yeah, no, 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 for sure. Total yards. I mean, they they're a competitive team. To me, I just don't think that when it matters, they're ready. I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't games, say that when it matters, they're, they're not ready. Because look what they did with Seattle. Seattle's the Seattle is that team that's going in and destroying everybody, and they, they lost. They lost. Whether you want to say it's a they loss lost. or not, they still took Seattle to overtime, and Seattle only won in overtime by the luck of a, toy, a, a, a coin toss. So, I mean, yeah, you know, they're, they're very competitive. They at the end of the day, wins. At the end of the day, wins. wins yeah, you're right. You're you're matter. right. Wins and, lo- and wins and, and losses the, matter, that but was you a can't big say game. that. that w- that was a big game, and they didn't show up. How you? It's how like you mean Sunday they not? How did they didn't show up? They, they didn't show up. They, they went into lost. overtime. They, they, if you go to overtime, they that lost. means that no, a team that didn't show up. It doesn't matter. Would have been the if, Oakland if Raiders, the Raiders, and, and, I, and the Chiefs. That's a team. Touchdowns. That's a team that didn't show up. The Raiders didn't show up. You getting smacked forty to three. That's a team that doesn't show up. But you go in there and you. And if I go in and throw five touchdowns with an L, 
It doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you didn't show up. It doesn't matter if I throw. It does not mean you didn't show up. It doesn't matter if I throw seven touchdowns. No, the difference between not showing up. I might as well have not if I lost. No, the difference between not showing up up if I lost. Not showing up means you're not coming up to perform. You can go to a game and perform and still lose. That's a difference. Not not showing up is a difference between uh, Michael Jordan losing by by two points and, um, you know, uh, some bum, some bum dude losing by a hundred points. That's the difference between not showing up. In the C- in the Seattle game, the only reason it went to overtime is because the game is so long. Had the game been any shorter, they would have they would have got destroyed that game. Seattle was the time is the time the time of the game has nothing Seattle to do with it. Seattle was up seventeen points, and then what happened? They didn't score until the end, and then what? It, it, what they lost? So so what you happened. can't say they, they didn't they, they, they didn't come to show up. If Seattle was up seventeen points and they came back and pushing it into overtime, know, that doesn't mean they, they didn't show up. In the locker room, they could say. You know what the players said in the locker room after the game? Uh, I lost. That's what they said when they was in the locker room. That, Ugh, that, I lost. But, that's all they could say. Okay, that's all they could say. Because but they you, lost the game. But, it was a big game. You, but guess what? Up. The players didn't say I didn't show up. They said I lost. Exactly. My point is proven. It doesn't mean that just because just because that they it went into overtime doesn't mean that they didn't show up. Because if they didn't show up, it would have been it would have been four, they, it would have been they show up to, on Sunday. So they showed up on Sunday. They they, they showed up. Oh well, hold up, hold up. What what was the score until K-1, the last twenty one seconds? Williams still. The last twenty, K-K-K-1 the last twenty one seconds. What was the score? Hurts. What was the score? The last twenty one seconds before Jay Tucker kicks, uh, kicks that field goal. It was they scored at the end of the game. It, That's my. It point. doesn't matter if That's you scored point. at the end for of the game quarters, or the or the beginning game. For three, for three, for three quarters. For okay, so you're telling. So you're telling. Hold on a second. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. When Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons and they were they were getting smacked by over twenty one points. And then they came back and won it. Are you telling me they didn't show up? They my, didn't show up my, for the first three quarters. They did not. They did not show up for the first three quarters. It, you, can, you, you can judge the and first three quarters or you can, about, or, or you can judge the whole game. We're not talk about how rigged that was. I'm, oh, oh, we don't, I, oh no, okay. But, but I'm, 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 giving, I'm giving you the example of, that's of the numbers. That's a bad example. That's not a rigged one. It's not rigged. It was bad play calling. Now, if you want to call rigged, you can call you can call the Saints game last year. That's definitely rigged. They definitely didn't want the Saints to be in there. But now we're talking about this game with the 49ers. They showed up because at the end of the day, they this is the only team, the only team that was able to put the pressure on Lamar Jackson and make him fumble and lose it. Now, no one's going to be... He still had 206 total yards and like, two touchdowns. Okay, yes. He had 206. I don't care if he fumbled three times. You could, you could not they care, but at the, the same time, this is the only defense that, that made him work for every one of them yards. You could, could That's you, the only defense exactly. that kept getting cut up in the first half. They were getting cut up in the first half. Hold on. Kwan Williams' ankle still hurt. Okay, well, hurt. guess what? You're, you're, ta- angles, you're, you're talking about hurt. you're talking about only they one. Still hurt. Guess what? In every single one of the in every single last one of the wins that the Ravens have on this eight game win streak, where was the running game? It wasn't just Lamar Jackson. Mark Ingram was in there. Gus Edwards. All these guys were putting up numbers. But guess what? The defense shut it down to the point where it was only Lamar Jackson that was able to make and it happen. And what did he do? 101 yards rushing. And how many? And guess yards what? Rushing. In the games before that, he didn't so have 100 yards. So they didn't stop nothing. They didn't stop a damn he didn't, thing. He didn't bust 100, he didn't bust didn't 100 in those anything. last eight games? He didn't bust 100 in those last eight games? My point exactly. That's the point. No my one has po- been able to stop him. My, my point, my the same thing. They my point exactly. You can you can say the 49ers weren't able to stop him, but they were able to stop a portion of the offense. Does not mean that oh, you know, the 
the Ravens were completely busted. Ravens offense as a whole still had over a hundred yards rushing. Whether it's Lamar Jackson or not, they still ran for over a hundred yards. On the stat sheet against the 49ers, you know what it's gonna say? Mm-hmm. They gave up a hundred plus yards. It's not gonna say who okay. ran. 400 plus yards is going to say they gave up 100 plus yards. Okay, so and guess what? And guess who, what? Who, 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 who else gave up 100 plus yards? The phenomenal Ravens defense gave up 174 yards mm, on the stat sheet. So you could say you could say any way that you want. W. W. You're right. W. w. But guess what? Don't doesn't mean they that they didn't show up. The game. Doesn't mean that they didn't show up. Now with that being said, Jimmy G. He needs he needs some work. He needs some work. The the passing game. I mean, granted, it was raining and and the and the weather definitely has some effect on on the on the game. But you know, 100, 165 yards is just mediocre. But at the same time, with the with the troubles that they've had in the receiving core, with you know the drop balls and not being able to connect to certain plays, it was a better outing than some of the other ones that they've had. I, I'm glad to see Debo Samuel do his thing. Um, you know, you know, connected with a score. Um. But he's the only one that got a receiving touchdown. Granted, granted that you know it's a low-scoring game. This this game went to the end. If if San Fran gets the ball back with with the same way that we were talking about Seattle in in overtime and getting that dub, San Francisco wins this game. I hope you know that because Mostart was running all over this defense. 146 yards, and guess what? That's I think that's his the most yards he has this season in a single game. And he got it against the Baltimore Ravens. And at the end of the day, the Ravens still won. That's what matters. Now because they won, they're at the top of their conference. So that's what matters. And now because the Ni- the Niners lost, they're a wild card team. Well, the only reason so the Ravens the Ravens the, big the only reason that, the Ravens the are at the top of their matter. conference is because another team lost. Let's not forget that. Be a team that they beat, a team that they beat. Oh, yeah, you're right. They a beat team the that Patriots. They, uh, they beat the Patriots, but they were still you're still depending on another team to lose. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. That doesn't even matter. The we still had the Ravens going to the Super Bowl, whether they were at the top of the con- top of their conference or not. So, <clears throat> with that, let's go. I do. I do. Let's go on to the next game. We're gonna go on to the Browns and the Steelers. Now. Nobody's really looking at this game as, as a big, phenomenal game, but it did matter. This was a big division game. If the, Browns, if the Browns win this, they would have surpassed the Steelers inside the division, and that would have put them in a great playoff position. Now, with the, now with the loss, the Browns are almost done. With the, the, the small amount of games left, they really got to win out and pray that the Steelers lose the last couple games. So they're 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 really on, on on hail mary time right now. Yeah, and and you know whenever I've said this before, whenever you're in a position to to rely on another team, then things are not going well. And uh, the Browns, they did have opportunities. To me, I just think that they have so many weapons, but they don't use them very well. Uh, you yeah. look at the offense. Odell had what two catches. Um, you know, Nick Chubb didn't really do well on the ground. Uh, Kareem Hunt was back there, and they, they've utilized him pretty well the few games that he's been back. Uh, but I, I just don't see any type of consistency or rhythm or even chemistry 
between the Browns on offense. There's no there's no chemistry and with you know, you have so much talent on that offense, you would expect those guys to, you know, after a few weeks it you know, it doesn't happen immediately, but mm-hmm. after a few weeks you would hope those guys could come together and gel. But it just hasn't happened for the Browns and it de- it definitely isn't happening for I the Browns. I just don't think that I just don't think that this team, uh, the players that they have, I don't think they fit together. No, I, I think that in the off season they're they're gonna have to do some, some you know soul searching and see what they need. You know, even if it's in the coaching staff as well, is there a change needed? Is you know do what do we need to get a good fit? Uh, because there are some talented pieces on that team, on defense and on so let, let, uh, they got let, young talented guys in the back end let, and you know up front. So you know it's they got to change something. The, the so let me tell you what this team is is missing. That's Will. Um, you you see how Russell Wilson comes out there and plays. You see how Aaron Aaron Rodgers comes out there and plays. You see how Josh Allen comes out there and plays. Um, with Baker Mayfield, he's got a mouth to talk. But he's not walking the walk. The he's not leading the team and giving giving them that encouragement that they need to put it together. Um, also, the way that the coaching and, and the scheme is is working, you got all these talented players on offense. Your stat sheet, I mean, your 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 roster is loaded with talent. I've never seen a team with so much talent, but can't put nothing together. Can't put nothing together. You're talking about you have some of the top receivers in the last. In the top five receivers, two top five receivers in the last uh, uh, three seasons, and they're having the almost the worst season of their career. So with this going going forward, and you got you got a top notch running back. Who, yeah, he's doing well on the ground, but you're not you're not capitalizing on it. It it could only do so much. Um, with with that being said, I I don't know how long Freddie Kitchens is going to last in Cleveland. I think it I think if they don't make the playoffs. He might be out. He might be out. They might be looking for a new offensive coordinator, yeah, and, and they might be and, looking for a new that's coach. That's definitely, yeah, that's definitely something that we're going to talk about a little later too. Because mm-hmm. I, I I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. But he, you know, on the opposite side, the Steelers, they they maintain, you know, that's all they can do. Position. That's all they're, they can they're, do. They're in the wild card right now, uh, but they've been playing well as of late. You know it. it the quarterback play has been a little bit inconsistent with well, Mason Rudolph. With, with Pittsburgh, they, they, you got You can't say they've been playing well. I just think that they've been they've been maintaining. They just been getting by, like you said, because with the the, the, the running the, game, mm-hmm. the running game has the running game has been producing. It's been it's been defense. decent. It's been decent. They've been able they've been able to stop people on defense. The biggest thing yes. about this team is they've been able to to apply pressure on third down and and you know with Minka back there. With Minka Fitzpatrick back there, he's able to never know what to, you're gonna to get cause with. turnovers. Exactly, yeah, he's he, he's a big play guy in the back end, and he helps everybody else. Their corners, Stevie Nelson, all those guys—they've been yep. playing good, you know, better than they have in the earlier part of the season. For sure, uh, I think that the offensive line has been the biggest thing for me on this team. Um, in the little in the earlier part of the season, the offensive line was a little wishy washy. You know, and it, it's it's not what you would expect from a group of guys that have been playing five plus seasons together. Yeah. So you know, I, I think there were some ailments, some you know fatigue and frustration early on in the season. But they understand what's going on. They they're fighting for their coach, and the offensive line has played well. They they've opened up holes for the running game. They've protected 
Um, the quarterbacks, Devlin Hodge, I, you know, he was protected, you know, for a good portion of the game. Uh, so, you know, and, and he played well, too. Um, you know, he was very, very efficient. Um, you know, he, he did well. Uh, James Washington seemed to be one of his favorite targets. He had 111 yards on the, on, on the game. And to, to be honest, I, he's been playing well the last few weeks, too. I think he's he's in the making to be a great number two for Juju Smith-Schuster. I, I, I mean, I, I really like him, uh, you know, and I think the Steelers right now, the schedule favors them. And they needed yeah, to win this yeah. game against the Bucs. Washington stepped up big uh, This time was a game, game that they could not, yeah, they couldn't afford to lose this game because if they did, then everything changes. Everything changes. We're praraising the Browns right now. Mm-hmm. We're saying the Browns finally got it together. Like, you know, <laughs> but they needed to win this game. The Steelers did. But so, it's not over yet. Um, to me, this, yeah, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And, and you know, to me, I think that they need to win out. Uh, I think the schedule is very favorable to them for them to win out. So, you know, it's only it's only about time. You know, time will tell everything. So we'll see how they progress moving forward towards the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, but another game that you were high on, um, you like this game better than the Steelers and, and Browns game. It was the, the Bills and the Cowboys from, yes. from last week, from Thursday Let's on Thanksgiving. This. And turnovers. Turnovers was big. Turnovers, turnovers were big, 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 big. Dak gave up the ball. He gave up the ball way too many times. Um, <clears throat> the Bills' defense are solidified um, because the Bills are the Bills, and nobody gives a shit about the Bills un- until they make the playoffs. Nobody was expe- no one, no one outside of the organization was expecting the performance that they were that they were going to put up. Now us as the viewers, you know, looking at it, we're like, oh crap, the bill, you know, the Bills are are doing phenomenal. But they they've been doing this since week one. They've been playing great. They they even went up against Tom Brady and during before they even before you know the Patriots even took that loss, they held them to only sixteen points. That's the first time we even saw the Patriots struggle all season, and it was against the Bills. That's when I knew that the Bills were a serious contender in the AFC. They got over that hump. And, they and rebounded like, off that loss. And what I like is when I asked you about Josh Allen, and I oh, asked yeah. you, I said, if, if you can, if you can choose quarterbacks and, and, and put them in a mixing bowl, how mm. do you get Josh Allen? Please tell me, what, you know, say it again, what you, what you said. Oh, well, now, J- Josh Allen has this will-it factor about him. He's a true football player. Like, he has the Tom Brady-esque will to win. He has that Brett Favre mentality, like, I'm going to do what I need to do to make this play happen. And he also has this John Elway, I'm going to put my body on the line type uh, uh, mentality on any and every play. He doesn't care. He do, He will do whatever it takes to make this t- team win. And it, it, it reminisces just like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is a, lo- a lot more prettier in the, in the way that he produces in, in the passing game and the way that he runs. But Josh Allen, just as gritty and, just, and wants it just as bad. The Bills are where they are because of Josh Allen and the way that the offense moves around him. And also, the defense has been putting up great, great numbers this season. Yeah, and for the other side, Oof. I told you this a few weeks ago. 
I, I told I, I felt you it. a few weeks ago. I, I think I told you this too. Lose. I told you the Cowboys were going to lose the remaining games on their schedule. And that it's the a tough Eagles, schedule. The Eagles would win out and, 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 you know, take the division. Even though the Eagles lost to, to the Dolphins. And, and I'll talk about the Dolphins a little bit later. Um, even though the Eagles lost to the Dolphins, they still have a chance. You know why? Because the Cowboys are done. Uh, I was sti- super high on the Cowboys. I couldn't believe this game. season. I, I thought that they were they had potential. I, I, I thought they had Super Bowl written all over them. Uh-huh. And here we are. Approaching I, week 14, and oh my goodness. I didn't get it. I, I don't get how good. Dak puts up. They are not good. Dak puts up 355, and they still lost. When Dak puts up 355, 95% of the time, they win. So with it, with But at the same time, the running game was not they where it needed scoring. to be. They Zeke would, Zeke had a couple of plays where yeah he was able to break you know uh, break the line of scrimmage and you know produce you know you know a, a number of long play, plays you know he had one play that was you know thirty yards and he was getting it but he only had twelve carries that's abysmal this is a hundred million dollar man you you got in the backfield sign right now why is he only getting twelve carries I don't care who you think Dak Dakota Prescott is. That he he's gonna be able to throw four hundred yards to to you know your limited amount of receivers with Amari Cooper and and, and Gallup and well I mean you got Cobb too but it is not always going to be effective it is not going to be effective you could throw four hundred yards but if you're not scoring it ain't gonna work your workhorse your payload is not he he didn't he didn't show up this is this is what you call not showing up. <laughs> so now, if you want to talk about not showing up, the Dallas Cowboys definitely didn't show up. You can't say your oldest guy, Jason Witten, and you know Ventrell Bryant are the guys scoring TDs. Come well, on! First and foremost, first and foremost, Jason Witten, he's been okay. He's been a good guy on third down for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but he's you their know, key player. To me, yeah, I, I think to me the thing with Jason Witten is. Um, He's a good blocker still. He's a very oh, good yeah. blocker. And to me, they have such a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. There is no reason in the world why Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard don't have a combined 30, 35-plus carries a game. It, there's, it's unspeakable why mm-hmm. they don't have that many touches a game. And and to me, like you said, you can't just keep leaving the game in Dak's hands. And you know you what? Know? The, the saddest part is... The Dallas Cowboys, their offensive line is not a poor offensive line, like you said. To me, I think they got top, top three offensive line between them, the Seahawks, and um, the Steelers. Their the offensive line is solidified. This off these offensive lines have been built to last to win. But when Zeke is not, it, when you're not giving the ball to Zeke, he can't do nothing. I mean, it's just like you know, uh, famous Michael Jordan said, "You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." If you if you're not trying to constantly feed him the ball, I can understand if you know you, you 25 carries and you only got 30 yards and you know they were constantly getting stopped. But if you're not feeding him, he doesn't have the ability to even make something happen. Yeah, and that and that's spot on. You know, you got to use him. Uh, he's he's if not the best back in the league, he's the second best best back in the league, and and I I think he's you know phenomenal. Uh, they they definitely need to use him more. Uh, but mm-hmm. going into the next game. 
uh, the Titans and the Colts. And this was unexpected. Arguing about this earlier, mm-hmm. I told you it's not his fault. They destroyed the good team he had around him in Miami. Ryan Tannehill has been balling. 250-plus yards in, what, three games consecutively now? Two-plus touchdowns in, in, mm-hmm. in three consecutive games? All Ws. Well, I think he is... Well, I think he has put Mariota in a headlock, chokehold, triangle figure choke. He's done. Mm-hmm. He ain't getting the job back. He's never getting the job back. It's Tannehill's job. Well, we could. Well, let's put that on the side for a second. The Mariota and the Tannehill conversation. Right now, let's talk about the game. Tennessee. Tannehill. Hold on. Is hold on. A baller. Hold on. Let's not let let let's let's not forget Ryan Tannehill. In the first half, was not doing jack. He didn't show up, like you said, no show. The second half is when he came around, and it wasn't just him because Derrick Henry was a big part of that. Busted that, busted out oh, yeah. for a buck he, fifty he in the TD. This year is Derrick yeah, he Henry's year for Tennessee. He's beasting over there. I'm not gonna lie. Everybody was like, "Oh, you know, Derrick Derrick Henry's an upright back. He can't run. He can't do this." Okay, first couple of years, you know, he struggled, whatever. But this year, he came out, he's doing his thing. Tennessee was able to capitalize on the, big, the, the, biggest, the, the biggest thing that the Indianapolis Colts don't have right now, and that's, that's the running game. They were able to capitalize on the same scheme that the Colts were able to use against the Chiefs, and that was control the clock, especially in the second half. The second half, they were able to run the ball, and they were able to solidify their position downfield, continually scoring, and also the turnovers. The turnovers, the turnovers, the turnovers that also killed um, the Colts. Um, the, Jacoby Brissett, uh, I mean, he, he, was doing, he was doing all right. And then, you know, two picks. One, one, one of them was, was literally just, he just threw it to the other, he just threw it to the defender. Just threw it to the defender. Um, they, with no running game, they have no identity, the Colts. They have no identity. And it, it was close until the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter is, is, is when they, they blew it out. That's when tennis, That's when Tennessee got, yeah. that, got that pick and scored on defense. And then they scored again on the offense and capitalized game. That's when it, that's when it went all haywire. It went all haywire. And to me, to me there's, there's only one word to describe the Colts. And that's inconsistent. Yeah, I, I I don't know what I'm gonna get from them any you know next week. I don't know what I'm gonna get from them the week after that. I I just don't know. They can come out next week and play like a Super Bowl contender, and then the next week after that they play like a, a you know a two and ten team. So I I don't know what to expect from them. Um, I think they have some things that they need to figure out. Is Jacoby Brissett their guy? Uh, what are they gonna do about offensive weapons? T. Y. Hilton is getting older. Eric Ebron, he had oh. a hell of a year last year, and he's faltered. Now he's done done for the season. Let uh, me Pascal, give you the biggest great for them. The biggest factor that you haven't mentioned yet, Adam Vina Terry. He is your kicker, and he has missed more than half of all of his all of his attempts this season, between extra points and field goals. This is an issue. If he if he makes a quarter more of those field goals and extra points, that puts you in a better position. Y'all been taking a chance on a veteran 
who, yes, he's won Super Bowls, he's won plenty of games. The leg is still, the leg is still there, but it's been inconsistent. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's 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 a it's a physical thing for him. I really think it's a mind thing. He's get it's wearing. It's wearing. You could see it from the beginning of the, the season thing. till ne- till now. You could see his his kicking game is slowly deteriorating more and more. And I think it's a mind game. And this is important because think- if they if they don't miss that field goal, if they don't miss that field goal, uh, that crucial field goal that was blocked, they go up twenty to twenty to seventeen. And it puts a different perspective on the Tennessee Titans. I think there's no reason in the world for Papa Johns to still be playing football. <laughs> there's no reason in the world. There's, there's absolutely you're right. you're no right. reason in the world that that he's still playing. That's all. He's I'm not. Saying. He's not. He's 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 not Janikowski. He's like fifty. He's there's not no, Janikowski. There's no way he's not fifty. Janikowski was please, the please. only only kicker There's I no know way. that was his that it was his age and was still busting sixty yard field goals. You're, Venetary, I, I I love what you've done in your career, but the, the, the time is the time is up. The time is ticking. If they don't make if they don't make the playoffs, I don't see him going uh, continuing on to next year. I really don't I think he's done. He's washed. And with that, my thing is. My th- my thing is, mm-hmm. he's forty six years old. He's forty six years old. He is not he he does not need to be kicking anybody's field goals or extra points. That's all I'm say. That's all I'm say. Matt Bryant, well, yeah, Matt Bryant for the uh, for the Falcons years ago, he was like forty two, still kicking field goals, fifty yarders and shit. You're not him. You're done. Find another kicker. That's all I'm saying on the matter. Find another kicker. Yeah, you're right. But at, at, at least at least Brian was still making a, a, a good. We're talking about extra points here. We're not even just talking about regular field goals. We're talking about extra points. You miss almost half. That's a big issue, man. That's a big issue. I know. I know that you know the extra point a little further than what what you know it was used to earlier in your career. But we're talking about chip shot thirty yard field goals. These should not be missed. These should not That's why be Papa missed. John's got to go. Got to go. That's why Papa John's got to go. And then, and with of that, course, my mm-hmm. favorite game. My favorite game. This was your favorite game? I've I've, shout, I've shouted this from the mountaintops. This is your favorite game? Long. Oh, man. We need you've to get you some taste. Me about, you've debated me about Lamar Jackson and Russell and all these guys who you think are the MVP. But let me mm-hmm. tell you, there's only one MVP, and that's MVP Wilson. <laughs> okay, there is not a okay. Football player. Yeah, I mean, there is on not that a one. football player. Hold, listen, listen. There is not a football player in the National Football League mm-hmm. right now that can will their team to a win like Russell Wilson. Mm, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think about that. Let me think about that. No, no, one. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I agree. I I agreed with you on that when they beat the 49ers because. That right there solidified the whole that way man that, can, ru- that, that man, he can will anything. I don't. It, it's, it must be telekinetic. It might be psychic. I don't know what it is. It. He is super connected with his think team when it. it comes to the fourth quarter and three years ago. What it is three years ago or four years ago now, when they were in that NFC Championship game against the Packers, he threw three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Three interceptions. No scores. They got to overtime and he won them the game. Yep. 
He was a he was still young. But let me tell you right now, that man is on fire. There's no way. Look, I already said this. The, the Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and the Seahawks. And, and to me, I think that this team, no matter what gets thrown at them, losing top players, they lost their best receiver for Lord knows how, how long. Uh, Tyler Lockett is done, done, probably, for the season, maybe. Done, and done. DK Metcalf, what did he do? He stepped up. He oh, no. Up. To be honest, I, I always thought DK Metcalf was what was going to step up to be that number one when when Lockett went down or, you know, decided to go out. He's too big of a target. He's 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 the size of a goddamn garage really just door. just about that. He can play football. He can no, play football. No, for sure, for sure. And he, everybody he's tough, was... He's fast. He, mm-hmm. He's physical. I mean, he can play football. I mean, I do think he needs to work a little bit better on his routes. He needs his route running, true. He does. He he does need to improve on that. But outside of that, that guy he he wants it. He wants to be good. And and Russell Wilson won't let him not be good. That's my right. thing about Russell. He's not gonna let anybody on his team not be good. Rashad Penny was struggling the last few weeks. He played okay. big. Well, he Chris Carson was the big was the bigger contributor yards. this week. Chris of course, Carson of really course. did He's it. He's the starter. He's mm-hmm. the lead man. He's the lead man, but they still like to use two backs. It's the same way when they had Marshawn Lynch. When they had hey, say, Marshawn say that Lynch, again. They, they like to do Kristen what? Michael. Say that again. They like to do they what? Like, yeah, that's your thing. They used to, the two like backs system. I've been saying it all that's season. And it works. It works for them. And it's the same thing when they had Marshawn Lynch, Christian yep. Michael, or, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, if it was somebody else back there, they like to use their team. So, you know, to me, 218 yards, no matter who you're playing, is big. And they did it against a great defensive team. They did it against the Vikings. So, to me, they are a complete team. They're playing much better on defense. Their corners and safeties, are, you know, they're, they're playing phenomenal lately. They're getting lots of pressure from Clowney. I mean, he got those guys, Jaron Reed uh-huh. and Jones, and he got those guys hustling, playing fast up front. I mean, to me, I think they're a complete team. They're coached great, and they have the greatest leader right now to me in the NFL, and that's Russell mm-hmm. Wilson. Uh, to me, he's literally the most valuable player on any team in the NFL, in the NFL right now. Uh, you know, he, he 21 to 31, he was a little shaky in the first half, but he stepped up in the second half, 204 mm-hmm. yards. He did throw the interception, but, of course, yep. he balances the legend. By throwing two two touchdowns, so I mean he was phenomenal. Um, I think he played well. As far as the Vikings go, uh, they faltered late, man. Uh, that that scoreless third quarter really hurt them. Uh, it was no, it really did. It really quarter, did. They up, they, they they had a chance to put their you know foot on Seattle's throat, and they eased off the pedal. Uh, you have a player who at this time is in running for offensive player of the year. That's how good Kirk Cousins has been this year. No, yeah, you yeah, and a, a the, you great know. record. You're a top wild card team, so you have to you have to play like that. You know, like and and that's what I was talking about with the with the Niners earlier. Mm-hmm. When you're in big games like that, you have to play big. You have to show up, man. And and, and you and you know what you know not, what it was. I, you know what it, I to be honest, you, we could definitely say the third quarter that you know they they weren't they weren't playing right. You know they didn't. They weren't. They, they weren't there all the way. They didn't show up. And the main reason is is the defense. Um, Kirk Cousins did phenomenal. Like I've been seeing all over the place. Kirk Cousins uh, 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 can't win in big moments. Kirk Kirk Cousins uh, 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 um, is the reason why they lost. No, 
No. Kirk Cousins doesn't play defense. He went out there and he did his job. This is a team sport. The offense got to play. The defense got to play. Special teams got to do their job. Offensively, they, they did what they had to do. They put up some. They put up numbers and... You know, they did it effectively. Yeah, you know, there was interception. It happens. But still put up 276 and two TDs. But defensively, y'all let the Seattle Seahawks put up 17 unanswered points in the third quarter. Now, if both teams don't put up anything in the third quarter, it's a good game. Defensively, you know, both, both, both sides are working each other. You know, they're both going back and forth. But the fact that the Minnesota Vikings let up... 17 points in third quarter, that's when momentum shifted, and Seattle ran away with it, and it was too late. Fourth quarter, um, <clears throat> Kirk Cousins was able to put a few things together and, and, and try and make some things happen, but he throws that he throws that interception, and guess what? Game over. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's unfortunate for the Vikings. The good thing is they're pretty much locked in their spot anyways uh, yeah. in, in, in the playoffs. They needed that win only because... <laughs> It keeps them in contention to potentially win their division against Green Bay. But now with this loss, it's like, uh, are they really going to catch Green Bay? And for Seattle, boom. It catapults them right to the top of their division. They're number two in the conference right now. If the playoffs started this weekend, they would have a first-round bye. And to me, being able to catch up to San Francisco and, and, you know, Everything that was thrown at them, you know, injuries, offensive line not playing well early in the season. Uh-huh. You know, they they have overcome all of those obstacles. And, and, and to me, I just think that they're, they're not going to stop. They're, the momentum for them is, is hot. And the Saints, I think, in the playoffs may have a chance to beat them uh, if they play in New Orleans the way the playoffs are right now. But outside of that, I don't see anybody in the NFC stopping them. No, you're absolutely right. Um, the The only team that I, I see is able. Oh, the only two teams that I, I can see just putting up the competition against the Seahawks again, the 49ers, and I think the Saints. Those are the only two teams I could see possibly giving the Seahawks a run for their money. But I, I I'm I'm agreeing with you 100. percent I think the way that Seattle's been playing, I don't care what you throw at Russell Wilson. He gonna take it. He gonna throw, throw, turn it around. He gonna throw it right back in your face, and he gonna make it look even better than what you did, because he knows how to come back. He knows how to overcome adversity. Like you said, the offensive line, you know, the the situation with Lockett. Now we're gonna have to see a change in the offense, and we're, I'm not really worried about it because Pete Carroll knows what he's doing. I'm, you know, Russell Wilson is gonna keep doing what he does, and they're gonna continue to keep rolling. With that, we're going on to our next game. We're going to our next game, the Raiders and the Chiefs. Now, this game had had rampant implications because the Raiders were only one game behind the Chiefs. Now, with the loss to the Chiefs, they're two games behind. And I don't, I don't see the Raiders catching up anytime soon, especially with the schedule that they got and the, Chief, and the way the Chiefs have been playing. I don't see them catching up at all. I think the Raiders are done. Now, if you want to talk about a team that ain't show up, the Raiders ain't fucking show up. The Raiders, I I think they were still in the locker room. I, I think that might have been the replacements we've seen on the I field. Even, I'm they, not even I don't even think they made it to the to the stadium. <laughs> I, 
That was the janitor. You saw John. You saw John Gooden's face. You saw his face. Your face during halftime. You, you, he couldn't. He barely couldn't even speak. He was like, "What?" To me, no. to me, the the Raiders, out of all of the teams that, you know, weren't playoff, you know, looking teams early in the season, and you know, now what do you expect from them? The Raiders had the best opportunity out of all those type of teams. Mm-hmm. They had an opportunity to come in with all of the changes, and you know they had, they've been playing decent the last few weeks. They had an mm-hmm. opportunity to take the lead in the division, and to me, I you got to show up, you got to show up, and and to me, they didn't even make it to 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 the stadium. Uh, I, it was disappointing to see. Uh, you know, you hate to see it, and you know. On the other side of the ball, Kansas City, they're Kansas City. To me, I think that even with the record the way it is right now, don't sleep on them. Uh, I think, you know, Mahomes is getting them into rhythm. Uh, yeah. You know, they're, they're starting to fill out their team, you know. They got a bunch of new guys, and they're starting to fill out. I still, I'm very disappointed with them going back all the way to the trade deadline. I thought that they should have made a move in the secondary, and they still did not. And to me, I think that, you know, that's really going to hurt them going down, uh, you know, the season. And I think that the Chiefs are, they're, they're fine. I think that, you know, with yeah. some health and rest, they'll be okay. I see them as really the only team, the only reason right now, I see them as the only threat to the Baltimore Ravens is because the Patriots don't have an identity for the first time on offense. The yeah, Patriots yeah, don't know right. what they can get on offense. And to me, that hurts them. As well as that defense plays, as well as that defense plays, I don't see an identity with the Patriots. And it's like you're relying on Tom Brady only. You have to help him. The offensive line has been trash. Uh, the running game has been not so good. Uh, they James White, I think, you know, was productive. I think he had over 70 yards, uh, you know, on Sunday. But outside of that, they have not been productive. Uh, and and I just think that, you know, they need to figure something out on offense. And, uh, you know, that's that's why I have the Chiefs as the only real threat right now to the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as teams are starting to lose, clipboards are starting to get hot. Coaches mm-hmm. holding some clipboards, they're starting to drop them. We've already seen one get dropped. Ron Rivera, he's out in Carolina. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little bit shocking to me, to be quite honest. I did be, not me see too. that happening. Me too. I, I didn't see that happening at all. I did all. not I see really that coming. Those blinds. I, I don't know where that came from. Uh, to me, I think that he was one of the better coaches still in the NFL right now. You know, who was still kind of like a, you know, old school guy type of coach. With some and new school to flow. me, I, 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 yeah, I don't know what happened. And... I just think that, uh, you know, other guys are going to be out too. Uh, Pat nah, Shermer sure. in New York, I think he's gone. I, I, I think he's gone at the end of the season. I don't see any way that they keep him with the Giants. Uh, you mentioned earlier Freddie Kitchens in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think he's done at the end of the season too. Uh, I, I don't th- see him, you know, progressing with this team. Um, you know, but you, you had mentioned some other guys too that uh, – all got hot ass clipboards. We starting to see a change in the league. Um, younger coaches, because we got a lot of older coaches in the league that've been here for a while. Um, but we're starting to see a lot of younger coaches. You know, when you see Green Bay, and you know, you, you um, 
the Rams, like you know, Cin- the, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, yeah. You see, you've seen all these young co- young coaches coming in, and you're, you're starting to want. Okay, maybe there, there, there there's a change that's coming in, um, that's gonna be a you know, that's gonna sweep the league. You know, getting all these old coaches out, starting to get some of these new younger coaches from the collegiate level, or you know, that were offensive coordinators and coach other you know coaches on other teams in the league, like. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if um start seeing guys like Robert Salah, the coordinator for for the 49ers, eventually goes and gets his own team. The same way that the Patriots, the Patriots had coaches and, and you know went went out and got their own teams. I think I think it's, you're going to slowly start seeing that these young guys who have been in the background uh, uh helping teams produce and get numbers, wins, I think you're going to start seeing them get their own teams because ownership believes in them. They've been consistent in what they're doing. Um, they can only do so much from their position, but they are effective at what they do. So I think we're going to start seeing some changes yeah, that way. I, I really like I, I really like Robert Salah. He's a mm-hmm. great defensive coordinator, and and he has done a tremendous job with that defense. And I think he's one of the younger coaches that might get an opportunity come next season. You mm-hmm. know, you look at a team like Dallas, Jason Garrett. I don't think he comes back next year if they don't somehow miraculously win the Super Bowl. I think he's done in Dallas. He's been there nine full seasons. Um, this is his 10th overall, and he hasn't done much. Uh, he hasn't won many playoff games at all, actually. So, you know, I think he's done. Um, you look at another team in their division. Do the Redskins, you know, give Callahan the job? Do they think I don't, I don't, I don't see him giving the job. He's got motivated. I mean, yeah. those guys motivated. Yeah. They put some wins together. Do they... Do they think he's the right guy for them? You know, and, and some wild card guys also. You look at Mike Tomlin. Um, is he done in Pittsburgh? There were earlier rumors, you know, rumors earlier in the year. Mike Tomlin ain't going nowhere. In, in, My, in Mike Tomlin is not going nowhere. Uh, I don't and, think and, he goes anywhere. I think he stays put. He's, I, I, you know, I, I think the, I put him with the younger guys, to be honest. I, I put, even though he's had, yeah. he has some experience and he came in as a young coach at the time that he did in a, in a league that was full of older guys, like, you know Andy Andy Reid and those guys were still you know the the name well I mean Andy Reid is still one of the names in the league but you he know was those era thin guys when Mike Tomlin came in exactly Andy Reid was still relatively thin when Mike Tomlin came <laughs> in man but you know he's he's a guy like yeah I, I mean I don't think Pittsburgh is is that type of organization they're not the type of organization that quits on their coaches you saw how long no. Bill Cowher was there oh and, yeah and that was after he lost a Super Bowl. So you you know he was there for a long time. He didn't win another Super Bowl till fourteen years after he was in the Super Bowl. So you know they they stick with their guys. And and to me, you know, maybe he gets fired because they don't like how things went down this year. But another guy's Anthony Lynn. You know he had the Chargers looking like a Super Bowl team last year, and now this year, scrubs. So, yeah, know, he's but another wild card guy. That he's, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's it's, it's it's Lynn's fault. It's more, it's more has to deal with um, the 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 quarterback situation and the way that um, what's his name is playing um, 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 for the Chargers. Uh, why, um, Phil uh, 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 Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Yeah, the way that uh, Philip Rivers, he needs to go. About him. Yeah, he's washed. He needs we to go. We already talked about him. He's yeah. Washed. So I mean, I think he's still gonna have the opportunity, especially with what he did last year and, and how they, you know, they played. Um, you know, he had one good year, one one bad year. I think 
the, uh, next year would be a determining factor if they had another bad year, like the whole Shermer situation. Shermer inherited a bad team. He he tried to turn things around, but at the same time, he's the team. The team didn't get that much better. Yeah, you know, we, the defensive the defensive line this year is a way 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 better than it was last year. You you know you you had pieces that like Olivier Vernon that didn't play damn near the whole goddamn season, but yet you know you trade him away, you get some value for him. Yeah, you know offensively, you know they got um they got Saquon, but at the same time you trade it you 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 gain an asset, but you trade away one of your best assets. Yeah, Zeitler's so, been a pretty good pickup for them. Oh, Ze- yeah, Zeitler Ze- Ze- well. as well. So you know what I'm saying that the the, the, scale, the scales aren't moving. You know, if you 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 have Odell and you got Saquon, at least your scale is tipping one way offensively. But if you when when you get rid of one of your offensive you know powers, it just it just evens out. Even though I think right now Saquon is a better asset than um, than Odell, but it's just crazy. I to be honest, I don't. I really with the Giants, I really don't know. Especially with the way the the, the front office has been acting the last couple of years, Ben McAdoo. Um, they got rid of Jerry Reese. Uh, uh, Jerry uh, Reese had to go. He was ass. Oh no 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 no! But but they but but they did stick with him for a long time. How long? He was he was almost there for a decade. He was almost there for a decade, I believe. Somewhere somewhere around those numbers. But yep, he was he was he came in 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 '07. Yeah, so you know we 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 gonna have to see the Mara family. They just like we were talking about the Steelers. The Mar- the Mara fa- those those are two families that they own two teams they they work this they work the same way they with dedication and consistency to their to their personnel but it all depends on on, on really what they plan on doing next year because with the amount of if they're able to draft well this year I don't think that he's gonna be moving I think the decision to change a to change the coach should would have been made by now especially the way that they've been they, they, that they have been playing. The same way that the Redskins, you know, decided to get rid of Gruden, I think they, they would have got rid of um, uh, Shermer just the same way. Just you know, let's cut it, let's let's do something else, and and, and switch directions. And and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Still mm-hmm. some time for football to be played, so we'll see what happens. But as we come to an end um, today, uh, we appreciate y'all. I tell you that you guys that all the time. We really do. We, we appreciate you guys tuning in every single episode. And you already know, it's time to go. It's your guy, Easy Ollie. It's your boy, D-Dub, and we'll see you later.